So then, now we are going to discuss about the conversation between Shukdev Goswami and Maharaj Parikshit. So before we could start with actual Ajamil, the deliverance of Ajamil, I want to present the background of this whole incident. <clears throat> this version of Sunar Bhagavatam which we have is a conversation between Sutta Goswami and Shonak Rishis. Shonak Rishis, <coughs> Shonak Adi Rishis means there are 88,000 Rishis who were performing a sacrifice in Naumisharanya. 88,000 Rishis were performing one sacrifice. <coughs> and when the sacrifice was going on, at that time, Goswami came there. And as soon as they saw, Mahabhagavat Sutta Goswami, they immediately stopped their sacrifice and with, stood up with great respect and welcomed him. And then they decided that they will stop their sacrifice and hear Srimad Bhagavatam from Sutta Goswami. All the sages were performing the sacrifice for world peace. So they concluded that world peace cannot be attained without Krishna Katha. So, we have uh, Sutta Goswami was that person who was sitting in the assembly where Shukdev Goswami was speaking to Maharaj Parikshit. Maharaj Parikshit was sitting right in front of Sukhdev Goswami and by special mercy, he, uh, even Sutta Goswami was asked to sit next to Maharaj Parikshit because Sukhdev Goswami knew that he is going to give the same, distribute the same message in Naini Sharanya to all the 88,000 wishes. So, a special place was given to Sutta Goswami who was sitting this next to Sh Sh Maharaj Parikshit. And Sutta Goswami is describing what Shukde Goswami has spoken to Maharaj Parikshit. He is not speaking on his own mental concoction. He is speaking what Shukde Goswami has spoken to Maharaj Parikshit. So, uh, we are going to discuss from the sixth canto. There is a verse called as Aduneha Mahabhaga Yathaiva Narakandaraha Nanagrayatanane Yatanme Vyakhyatumarahasi. Maharaj Parikshit is questioning Shuddha Goswami. 
this question is oh greatly fortunate and opulent shukdev goswami can you please tell me how human beings can be uh, saved from going to the miserable hellish conditions of life how previously in the before the fifth canto could finish shukdev goswami described about 28 kinds of hellish planets and shukdev goswami mentioned that sinful people they go to this hellish hellish planetary system and hearing this the suffering which the soul gets there maras parikshit maras parikshit's heart was in pain maras parikshit is a devotee and devotees are paradukha dukhi when we say devotees that means they should when they see others pain they should feel some pain in the heart and when they feel others when they see happiness somebody happy then they should feel the happiness in their heart this is a this is a this is devotee if if something is wrong then better we check ourselves but this is a definition of a devotee his para dukha dukhi so when maharaj parikshit heard from shubhya goswami about the situation of the people he immediately questioned shubhya goswami how can we save them how can we save this conditioned soul from this suffering please tell me prahlad maharaj shila prabhupad he quotes prahlad maharaj and he says that prahlad maharaj is saying that i am not afraid of sinful life i am not afraid of going to hellish condition because i have by singing your translatable glories about the about the name form translating glories about uh, about you i am i have perfected my life so i am not afraid of this hellish planets or of or this material existence but i am only concerned of this poor souls who are just engaged in maya sukha in activities of sense gratification <coughs> So Shubhdev Goswami, after hearing this concern of Maharaj Parikshit, he replies. He says, "My dear King, before if one has committed a sin, before he should die, he should see that he has he has performed, uh, he has contracted those sinful activities by some atonement, he by some uh, other pious activities." Now Shubhdev Goswami is going to test Maharaj Parikshit in various ways, so don't get bewildered. Now Shubhdev Goswami is presenting Karma Kanda philosophy to Maharaj Parikshit. He is a guru, so he is testing his disciples. He is the disciple Maharaj Parikshit. A guru is allowed to test his disciple. Before one should accept a guru, it is said in Hari Hari Bhakti Vilas that one year. the guru should test the disciple and the disciple should test the guru but after that the disciple should completely surrender to guru dev lotus no testing after that whatever testing one has to do one has to do before that shubhdev goswami is telling that whatever impious act one has performed in this life with minds words body if they are not contracted through proper atonement according to the descriptions of manu samhita and other scriptures then one has to go through this terrible suffering and his life one has to go 
नाव कर्मकांड कर्मकांड सेक्शन इट हैज एटी स्क्रिप्चर्स एटी स्क्रिप्चर्स डिस्क्राइब दैट इफ वन कमिट दिस कैंड ऑफ सीन देन दिस इज द एटोनमेंट इफ वन कमिट दिस कैंड ऑफ सीन देन दिस इज द एटोनमेंट सो एंड दिस एंड दिस प्रायश्चिता दिस एटोनमेंट आर नॉट सो इजी लाइक डिवोशनल सर्विस नो देर वेरी डिफिकल्ट If somebody drinks liquor, then he has to do. Then he, he might have to walk hundred kilometers to some place or something like that. Or he has to uh, in co in the cold weather he might have to sit in uh, in a very holy river or something like that. So it's very difficult. Or one has to fast for so many days. Or one has to only drink ghee and just or drink hot ghee. So all this karmakanda section, this has all these atonements. <clears throat> so this was the first path which was recommended by Shuddha Goswami to Maharaj Parikshit, and Maharaj Parikshit is hardly got very surprised. Hmm? He said that that Mahabhagat Shuddha Goswami is giving a karma kanda understanding. Hmm? He is presenting hmm? he is presenting karma prayashit, <clears throat> and Shiva Prabhu he says that actually one one who is not on the path of devotional service. He has to he has to do karma prayashit. He has to follow manu manu samhita and other scriptures if one is not performing devotional service. Hmm? So actually, Shubhdev Goswami was testing the proficiency of a student parikshit to understand what is his opinion on this subject matter. What is his parikshit thing? I have explained to him six cantos. Now, what is what has Parikshit understood from after describing six cantos? He wanted to know, so he was teasing him. He was testing him. <clears throat> Shuddha Goswami, Vishwanath Thakur is saying that if there is a delay in performing atonement to the committed sin, then the sinful, then the then one has to perform the double atonement. One has to. Perform this. For example, if one is deceased, one has a disease, and if one does not take proper medicines at the proper time, his disease will increase, and the result will be more suffering. So similarly, if we if we have committed some sinful activities, and if we don't atone to them as early as possible, then That sinful, that the then the sinful uh, activity of reserves hmm, will be increased, hmm, and you will have to suffer more. So Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur is suggesting, just as one approaches a doctor, hmm, one gets when when gets sick, he has a disease. One approaches a doctor. Similarly, one must uh, one who is not performing. Devotional service, he has to take shelter of the Dharma Shastras as soon as possible, and when till his body is in good good health. If he is healthy, then immediately he should take some measures to free himself from the sinful activities. This is what Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is suggesting. And after hearing this response of Shuddha Goswami, Maharaj Parish is saying, Maharaj Parish is saying. Sri Raj Uvacha 
दृष्ट श्रुताभ्याम यत पापम जानन अप्य आत्मोहित करोती भूयो विवशा प्रायश्चित अथोकथम महाराज महाराज पर punishment if he comes out from the jail his tendency of stealing will not go because there is no such treatment given in the jail where his tendency of stealing is been removed so once when he comes out from the jail he will again do the same thing of stealing so maharaj parikshit he is saying that if a sinful person if he is committing sins if he gets punishment like like just like with kibani criminal is punished by the government if he gets punishment for that and also if he hears from the scriptures and from the from the people that if one commits such kind of sinful activity one has to suffer but even after hearing all those things he will still keep on committing sinful activities because the tendency of Uh, the tendency of committing sins is still there within his heart. Shri hmm? <clears throat> Prabhupada writes that in some in some religious sects hmm, there is a system where a sinful man he comes to a place hmm, he offers some money hmm, and he confesses that he has committed a sin. But after the confession is over, he goes back. and he commits that same sin again and the next and he comes again pays some donation in the temple or confesses his mistake but he goes again and does the same thing again so this practice prabhupada is mentioning this is a professional sinner he is a professional sinner parikshit maharaj is is observing and he is observing this tendency and he is saying that uh i didn't accept this atonement karma prayashit shila prabhat is mentioning that parikshit maharaj during the time of parikshit maharaj that is 5000 years ago also such people were there hmm? that they used to commit sin hmm? and they used to confess hmm? and again go back and again do the same thing hmm? therefore owing to his practical experience parishan maharaj saw that this process of repeatedly sinning and uh, committing the uh, nagain performing some pious activity for for that sin this doesn't work this doesn't change the heart of the person so he is completely rejecting it hmm? he is saying that kunjara shochavata he is saying that it is like an elephant bath but elephant has a style of taking a bath his the person who is taking care of the elephant he takes great effort hmm, by cleaning him nicely hmm. so he when he comes out from the from the tank hmm, from the uh, from the water from the river he will immediately the elephant will take some dust from take some mud and sprinkle is on it on his head and on his whole entire body 
So Parishit Maharaj is saying the sinful people who, who stand is sinful people are like that. Hmm? So this this thing won't work. So he is expecting some another answer from his Gurudev. He is folding his hand and is requesting that Gurudev, this is not acceptable. Hmm? So please suggest, please give some other solution. Hmm? So Shukdev Goswami is saying, Sri Badrayani Vacha Karmana Karmana Raharo Nahi Antyadhika Ishyate Avidvad Adhikarutva Prayaschita Vimarushanam Then Shuddha Goswami is saying that the, he is saying Parishit I completely agree with you hmm? I completely agree with you Yes, you are right. Hmm? The acts meant to neutralize impious actions are also fruitive. They will not release one from the tendency to act fruitively. Hmm? The tendency won't go parikshit. Hmm? Unless one is freed from the mode of ignorance. Hmm? Unless one is trained in that. Hmm? Of giving a bad habit. Hmm? Of committing sin. Unless one is trained. Things will not work. Hmm? Super, superficially one might commit one might uh, perform some pious activity hmm? one might do some atonement for a sinful activity but that other activity is also a fruitful activity so that will also give rise to some reaction so he is saying that this will continue hmm? and he will never be freed be freed Vishwanathakar Thakur is saying that Shuddha Goswami uh, is again now testing his disciple Parikshit. Shuddha Goswami is telling that uh, therefore the real atonement is perfect knowledge that is understanding Vedanta. Hmm? Now Shuddha Goswami is presenting about Vedanta. And Maharaj Parikshit is again bewildered. Hmm? That Karma Kanda is over. Now my Guru Dev is presenting Jnana Kanda. Jnana Prayaschit. Vishwanath Chakra Thakur is saying that Parikshit passed one phase of examination by rejecting the process of atonement of fruitful activities. And now his Gurudev is testing him again. Is, does he have unflinching faith in the Bhakti? He is testing him. Parikshit. That Will he accept this as Jnana Prayashit as everything? Or will he again say no and will he again want me to present about Bhakti, about devotional service? Prayashittam Vinarshanam Real atonement is full knowledge, Shubhra Goswami is saying. Srila Prabhupada is writing that if one studies Vedanta, if one merely just studies Vedanta but has no understanding about who is the Supreme Lord, then such person is a Muda. Hmm? <coughs> Veda Vyasji, for different category of people, he wrote so many scriptures. Hmm? He wrote so many Vedas, Upanishads, Puranas. But those are for people who have that kind of adhikar. Hmm? Satvaguna, there are Satvic scriptures, there are Rajasic scriptures, there are Tamasic scriptures. Hmm? According to an adhikar of the person, hmm? Srila Vyasadeva has written so many scriptures. Hmm? 
But a devotee, he always takes shelter of only of Lord Shri Krishna, of the Supreme Lord Shri Krishna and devotional service. And Maharaj Parikshit, he is again, he is saying, Gurudev, I am sorry, but this, this also solution which you are mentioning is, is not going to help. Because there is a problem with this Jnana, Jnana Mara, this uh, Jnana Prayashit. Uh, he is saying that people who are into speculative knowledge, in the process of speculative knowledge, certainly they are in better situation than the Karmakandis. They are in better. Karmakanda people, they, there is a chance that they might fall in, there is a huge chance that they might again fall into hellish life. But these people who are uh, following Vedanta or studying Vedanta or understanding this, uh, uh, they are into this uh, speculative knowledge, for them, they will, they will not go to hellish life. They have come that much uh, understanding of not committing sinful activities again. Hmm? <coughs> but there is one. But there is a problem. These jnanis, they start, they start considering themselves as Supreme Lord Narayana hmm? by wasting their time in all this Veda Vedanta. Hmm? They come to such understanding that now we have become Narayana, the Supreme Lord. Hmm? Aham Brahmasmi, hmm? I am the Supreme Lord. And in this way, these people they waste their their, their life. Hmm? <clears throat> the demigods, when they are offering prayers to Supreme Lord Sri Krishna uh, in the jail of Kamsa, they are saying that these people, they think themselves at, as vimukta, vimukta maninas. Or they think themselves they are liberated. They are not actually liberated, hmm? but they think themselves as liberated. Hmm? But that thinking oneself as liberated then will not make one liberated person. If I start thinking that I am the Prime Minister of India, that doesn't make me a Prime Minister of India. Hmm? If a person is thinking that I am a liberated soul, just that thinking doesn't make one a liberated soul. So these demigods are condemning such kind of uh, understanding and they are saying that their intelligence is impure and they fall down from their position. Why? Because they have no devotion unto your lotus feet. You can see in society there are so many Brahmarshis, they, in, especially, especially in India, so many yogis, they, they might have so many siddhis and they might be hmm, having thousands and crores of followers. But because they have no attraction for the lotus feet of Lord Sri Krishna, hmm, their activities, they are only engaged hmm, in social welfare activities. They are uh, opening, uh, they are serving the poor or doing this and doing that. Hmm? They are not interested in Krishna consciousness, they are not interested in devotional service, they are only interested in social welfare activities. Hmm? But the real welfare activity of the people will be that if, if, if we can help them understand Krishna. That is the real welfare activity. Hmm? Feeding the, just by feeding poor, we have to feed Krishna Prasad to everybody. Not just food will not going to help them. If you want to give them, if, if the real help will be to help them to come out from the cycle of birth and death, to tell them about the transcendental knowledge of Krishna. 
but this all things doesn't happen the yogis they they call themselves as god and they want the people to worship them shuddha goswami he is mentioning some of the mood so what is the mood of this people they are behind controlling their mind they are behind controlling their mind and they have to uh, they observe so much they observe celibacy in their life they voluntarily give up their sense gratification they give charity they are truthful they are clean they are non violent and they follow regulatory principles they do everything and maharaj parishit is saying yes they do everything but still the desire to commit the sinful activity is still there in the heart shuddha goswami is telling that this spec that this people who are on this on the platform of speculative knowledge hmm, uh, they it is like uh, this there's this their sins are like dried leaves of creepers beneath a bamboo tree which may be burned by the fire although the roots remain to grow again hmm, at the first opportunity hmm. they are purified this people who are on the path of speculative knowledge they are purified but to what extent hmm, still the desire is there in the heart to enjoy as soon as they are the money comes in front of them as soon as the beautiful woman comes in front of them then they will give all their everything hmm, they will give all their austerity all their everything they will again get involved into sinful activities hmm. so if we see in the society hmm, we we have come across all these people in india that this big big yogis hmm, they 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 want money they want women for enjoyment hmm? there is other tapasya they were saffron clothes but they they want women for enjoyment they want they want to go in bmws they want to go in mercedes they want helicopter hmm? they want everything hmm? they want the railway station on their name hmm? yes in india there are some there are some yogis they have railway stations in their name so Maharaj Parishit is saying that uh, if a if a bam if 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 a there is a forest of bamboo and if there is because of the fire the bamboo get destroyed but still the root of that bamboo is still there and as soon as there is a rainfall immediately the bamboo will sprout out. So Maharaj Parishit is saying that Guru Dev, even after your, your this Gyan Prayashit also. this people the tendency of committing sinful activity will not go so gurudev i want something i want a genuine solution i don't accept this so shuddha goswami when he hears this he becomes very pleased very pleased he says kechit kevalya bhaktya vasudeva parayana agham dhunvanti karsnena niraharan eva bhaskara Only a rare person who has adopted complete unalloyed service to Krishna can approve the deeds of the sinful action with no possibility that they will revive. He can do this simply by performing devotional service to the Supreme Lord Shri Krishna. When one is performed devotional service, then we can see a big transformation in our in the life of people. 
our we can see ourselves we are practicing krishna consciousness we can see our life 10 or 15 years back and we see if you see our life now huge difference big amount of difference when shri prabhupada went to west he came to west the situation was similar they were all engaged in sinful activities but as soon as the western world the, the people in the western western world they took to krishna consciousness immediately they became purified biggest proof are all, all of us we are the biggest proof of that how devotional service it destroys the the root also it uproots the root of sinful activity from the heart of person who is performing devotional service you don't have desire to enjoy the material world anymore if you are practice if we are practicing pure devotional service if we are practicing pure devotional service then there is no desire left in the heart for enjoying this material world shila prabhupada writes that this uh, by karma and jnana one cannot understand krishna hmm? krishna is only understood hmm? by devotional service only hmm? that's why rupa goswami is saying उटिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिटीजिट
oh, look, that person has got a BMW car. I also, I also like to have that car. If a person has a big house, oh my God, even the wife will say to the husband, look, our neighbors, they're shifting to a new locality. They're getting a bigger house. Which when should, when, when can we shift? You're not earning nicely. You should earn nicely. Concentrate on, concentrate on your job. And then when, she, when, when the family sees there is a good, his children, sometimes they see, they want to buy a car or a bike, so they, will, they are behind the father, oh father, I want a bike, I want a new iPad, I want this, I want that. And to, to satisfy them, the materialistic people, he has to go through so much hardships. And even after doing so many things for the children, for the, for the wife, still they are not satisfied. He's feeding them, he's going on the work, he's taking, fulfilling all their desires, and after doing everything, the family says, What have you done for us? You have done nothing for me. So, in this way, he, he suffers very badly. So, Srila Prabhupada explains that uh, this sinful, this sinful way, uh, actions are divided into three. Pataka, Mahapataka and Atipataka. And there are two divisions, Prarabdha and Aprarabdha. Prarabdha, it refers to sinful reactions for which one is suffering now. At the present moment. And if somebody is, somebody is taking birth in a very low family or he has some disease right from his birth, then we have all... Uh, we have to consider that such kind of people, they are suffering their own prarabdha right now. They are suffering. And then there is a prarabdha. A prarabdha is when the, when the seeds, bija of the sinful reactions are not yet fructified. And such reactions are called as a prarabdha. Not fructified, but they are in the, they will come, they are going to appear. By some uh, little in near future, or in the further, this sinful activities we have committed, their reaction is going to come to us as a suffering. Any activity we have committed in the past, we are bound to suffer for that. In the future, or in the future, it is going to come. <clears throat> when when Shuddha Goswami is telling that when one takes shelter of devotional service, then all this aprarabdha, prarabdha, aprarabdha and bija, everything is vanquished. Everything is finished. If simply we take to devotional service, all this is been removed. How? Where is the praman? One that question. Okay, you are saying this. Where is the praman? In Srimad Bhagavatam 11.14.19, Lord Krishna says, Yathagni su samradarchihi karotya dhansi bhasmasat my dear Uddhava, just as a blazing fire turns firewood into ashes, similarly, devotion unto me completely burns to ashes all kinds of sins committed by my devotees. He is telling my devotees, if they take to Krishna consciousness, then I assure them that all their uh, reactions to sinful activities are completely destroyed 
However, like 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 a fire, it destroys the forest. It will be completely destroyed. <coughs> but one might say, but what what do you mean by devotional service? What one has to do by devotional service? What do you mean, Krishna? He says in Srimad Bhagavatam 3.3.36 that if a person who is born in a uh, family of dog eaters, if, if there is such person who is very sinful, Krishna is talking about that person, if that person, when Nama Deha Shavananu Kirtanad, if he hears about my activities, forms, pastime, holy name, if he, yet Pravanada, if he offers pranams to me, Dandavad, if he offers pranams to him, to the Lord, yes, Maranath, and if he remembers me, he will be immediately freed from all kinds of sinful activities and he will be greater than a Brahmana. And he will, he will, he will, there will be no reactions left in his life. He will be completely free. Simply, if you hear Shavarana Kirtanat, hear about the Lord's activities, speak about the Lord's activities, if you offer pranams to Him, if we chant his holy names, all eat, eat Krishna Prasad, all those things will completely destroy all our uh, prarabdha, aprarabdha and bija. Everything will be removed. Hmm? Everything will be vanquished. Padma Puran, it further explains that four kinds of uh, uh, four kinds of uh, phases of, of sin. Hmm? Like Prarabdha and Prarabdha, this is in less detail. Some of them are ready to produce results immediately. Hmm? Then some are the, some are in the form of seeds. Hmm? Some are unmanifested, and some are current. Hmm? So these are four things, and all such reactions are immediately nullified by devotional service. Everything, all these four categories are immediately removed. Okay. So now, you are saying that, Parikshit Maharaj is asking that, you are saying devotional service. But where, where do we get devotional service? How should I get it? What amount? What is the price for it, for the devotional service? Where it is available? Where in Europe it is available? Where in Germany it is available? I want to know. Where is that market for devotional service? How much money is required? Shuddha Goswami is telling Yatha Krishna Artika Pranas Tata Purusha Nishavaya My dear king, if a sinful person engages in the service of a bona fide devotee of the Lord and thus learns from him how to dedicate his life to Krishna, he can be completely purified. So one has to learn the art of devotional service from a sadhu. Hmm? Parikshit, I agree with you completely that one cannot be purified by undergoing austerity, penance, brahmacharya hmm? or by any other methods of atonement. I previously described. No. One cannot be purified by 
by performing uh, karma, karma by performing jnana no only by devotional service one will be completely purified Srimad <coughs> Bhagavatam says mahat sevanam dwaram ahubhimukte if, he, if one wants liberation from the cycle of birth and death then one should take shelter of mahatma sadhu pure devotees of the lord one should serve such a sadhus and under their direction practice Krishna consciousness. Our mind, it needs training. But the situation, our situation is that we don't want to submit ourselves to anyone. This is our situation. We want to be the boss of our own life. But extreme, but I'm very, I'm very sorry to say this, but Krishna doesn't recommend this. Krishna says, Mahasevam Dwaram Ahurvimukte. If you want to get off the cycle of birth and death, then you have to take shelter of Mahasevanam, my pure devotees. Submit to them. And then, by their mercy, you can come to me. Otherwise, it is not possible. And we don't perform devotional service. We don't perform just to get rid of the sinful activities. No. We perform devotional service for, for getting Krishna prayer. This uh, sinful activities will be automatically vanquished. There is no special effort needed to remove these sinful activities. When you are performing devotional service, when you are serving sadhus, when you are offering pranams to the Lord, all our sins will be vanquished. So there is no special uh, endeavor to be done for that. It happens automatically. Hmm? <clears throat> so bhakti path, this this the path of bhakti is followed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna, when he explained Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, hmm? he explained it theoretically. Hmm? And he thought that people in the age of Kali. Hmm? Simply by my explaining Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna will, will not accept. Will not, will not accept it. I will have to come personally and teach them. So Lord Krishna personally came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he practiced bhakti, practiced devotional service. And he taught. He inaugurated the Sankirtan movement. He taught how to, how to become a devotee. He came as an Acharya and he taught devotees how to perform Krishna consciousness. And so, Chaitanya, uh, Ramanacharya, Madhvacharya and so many other saints in the past, they have taken shelter of, of bhakti, of the path of bhakti, devotional service. And they have preached this message throughout. Whether or not, one is educated or not, but Mahajano Yenagatasapanta, one has to take shelter of Mahajans. Shuddha Goswami is telling, my dear king, just like a pot containing liquor cannot be purified, even if it is washed by, by the water of so many rivers, it cannot, it, it cannot get purified. Similarly, non-devotees cannot get purified by atonement of karma and jnana. They might be performing their atonements, but they won't get purified. Varadam Das Thakur says, Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Kevala Vishere Bhanda. 
He's saying this. He compares karma kanda and jnana kanda to to poison. A person, he say, he saying that is a person who has heard a good deal about uh, the path of devotional service, but he is not taking, he is not practicing Krishna consciousness. He is like that pot of liquor, and he will never get purified because purification only come if one takes to bhakti. Krishna consciousness, devotional service, and even if he is, when somebody is hearing about the goodies of devotional service, but he is not following, then he is like that vishera bhanda. He is like that poison. He is like pot of liquor, pot of poison. So, should should we some telling again that satrumana Krishna padar vindayo. Although not full, now he is telling that persons who have once surrendered completely under the lotus feet of Lord Shri Krishna, once, just once in their life, if they have surrendered completely under the lotus feet of Lord Shri Krishna and who, have, who has become attached to his name, form, glories and activities, just once in his life. If he has, once in his life he has done that, he is completely freed from all the sinful reactions. Why? Because they have accepted the true method of atonement. This is what Shruti Goswami is saying. If once in his life he has completely taken shelter of Krishna and he had unflinching faith, but for some reason he by bad association or by for X, Y, Z reason, he leaves the path of bhakti and again come back to sense gratification. Still, he is saying he is completely free from all kinds of sinful reactions. And he is saying, such, such person will never see Yamadutas or Yamraj in, even in his dreams. This is the biggest assurance what Shubhya Goswami is giving to all of us. Bhakti Sautamasya Dharmasya Prayate Mahatobayad. A little endeavor one does on this path of Krishna consciousness will is enough to free him from the biggest danger of, of this material world. And what is this biggest danger? It is, cycle, is, is this repeated cycle of birth and death. If one practice Krishna if one practices Krishna consciousness, then he's, he becomes completely free. Vishwanath Chandrat Thakur is going a step further. He's going a step further and he's saying that even if now this is uh, even if one remembers the Lord this he remembers the Lord what, what to speak of many times even thinking within his mind is sufficient if by some by some reason if a if a person he could remember the supreme lord in his mind that remembrance will also if he gets an image of if somehow by some grace of a devotee if one person if he could remember lord Sri krishna even once then that will free him from all kinds of sinful activities just remembrance he has not even chanted 
चैंटिंग ऑफ द होल नेम डिफरेंट थिंग बट इफ इफ वन रिमेम्बर कृष्णा फ्रीड फ्रॉम दैट डेंजरस सिचुएशन फ्रीड फ्रॉम द सिंफुल एक्टिविटीज एंड सो महाराज परेश इज आस्किंग इज देर एनी प्रूफ यू आर सेंग ऑल दिस गोरीज ऑफ डिवोशनल सर्विस एंड यू आर ऑल्सो डिस्क्राइबिंग दैट जस्ट बाय सो इज देर एनी प्रूफ इस इज येस देर इज अ प्रूफ अत्र इतिहास This is how the uh, how Ajamil katha this the the deliverance of Ajamil is taking place now. Hmm? People in our society sometimes uh, society is not our our society it's society in general hmm? they don't have faith in Puranas in histories. Hmm? They say that these are just mythological. mythological descriptions hmm? but this mythological these are not mythological descriptions hmm? they are the true historical facts although they are not magic chronologically chronologically presented but yes these are true incidents and that is the reason why saintly persons previously hmm, they used to not quote harry potter huh? or some other some other momental concoction they used to speak from scriptures because these these are historical facts if we say that uh, for example uh, for, uh, for example there was a king who existed here some centuries back we might say that that was a concoction he never existed but the fact is the historical fact is that there was a king who was ruling this this place so similarly if veda vyas who is an incarnation of the supreme lord is not a uh, conditions living entity he is an incarnation of the supreme lord but the lord krishna when there was a need to write scriptures he himself came as veda vyas Before in the Satyuga, Tripayuga, Dwaparuga, there was no need of written scriptures, but in the age of Kali, there was a need because people were less intelligent; they don't remember things. So, for that purpose, Vedas personally came and wrote all the scriptures, and the Sadhus or the same or the same people, they they always refer to this. To this to the historical facts which are mentioned by Veda Vyas in the scriptures, they never concord things. They don't present uh, things on on the on by their own own mental concoction. They always prefer to speak from uh, the scriptures. If we see even in Bhagavatam, Sutta Goswami is referring to Shukdev Goswami and Maharaj Parikshit. So Shukdev Goswami, Shukdev Goswami is is referring to. maitra rishi hmm? what he spoke to vidurji 
and then viduruji and metra rishi will, will at all he will, he will go on explaining so many other things then again shubhda goswami will be referring to uh, the conversation between narada and vidushri maharaj then the conversation between jad bharat and uh, rahugana so there are so many conversation where shubhda goswami there there even he is presenting with the base on some history historical fact so here shubhda goswami is telling even this incident which i am going to narrate to you is an true incident it's a history it historical fact it is not a concoction it has happened Rupa Goswami, he, he, he also presents that some people might call themselves as devotees, but they say we don't have faith in scriptures. Rupa Goswami is telling that Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pancharatra Vidhin Vina Ay Kanti Ki Harer Bhaktir Utpatai Aiva Kalpate. Such kind of devotional service is a disturbance to the society. This is not devotional service, but it is a disturbance to the society. People who don't ex who say that they are devotees but they don't follow Vedic literature, they don't follow Upanishads, they don't follow Puranas, they don't follow Narad Pancharatara, they are only disturbing. Hmm? So now, Shubhu Goswami is telling that in a city called as Kanyakunja, there was a Brahmana hmm? whose name was Ajamil, who was married to a prostitute. Hmm? And he lost all his Brahmanical qualities because of the association with that prostitute. All his good qualities, Brahmanical qualities, were vanquished. Just by, just by Asat Sangha, association with prostitute. This Brahmana, he, uh, prostitutes, they have huge demands. They are not they are not they are not like ordinary household wives they want so many things and to satisfy them the person who are attached to them they if they are not able to satisfy them by means then they plunder people they kidnap people they cheat people so ajamil did the same thing ajamil was used to used to cheat people kidnap people plunder them and used to Try, used to be all, all the money used to get from that used to satisfy the wife, his wife, prostitute wife. He spent so much, so much time in this abominable activities that he didn't know when 88 years of his life passed away. Ajamil had around uh, 10 sons. Our Acharya said that some of the sons this prostitute had from so many other people, but Ajamil, from Ajamil he had a few sons and the last son was uh, the Narayana. So Ajamil was such a, uh, was such fallen that he, he was taking care of all these sons, all the sons and daughters who, who he, he himself didn't know who were their father. This was the situation of Ajamil. And he had a last son called as Narayana. And Narayana was very, very dear. If you see, if there are so many, if you have so many family members, so many children in the house, 
but if there is a very little newly born then all the attention is towards that newborn baby the younger one all the love all the affection from everyone goes there so ajamal was so attached now there is a story also how some pura in some some puranas there is a story that how how could ajamal god god asan whose name was narayana but some sadhus once they visited their uh, ajamal's village kanyakuj and they asked that who is the i we want a we want to stay at some place for a night so can you suggest some a pious person at whose house we can go and eat some prasad and they said yes yes we have a very great sadhu in our village his name is ajamil so they they joked on those sadhus so the sadhus reached his house ajamil was not there but his his wife was there and uh, the sadhus they could see the trikal darshis they could see the situation of the situation of the wife and situation of the house so they took service from the prostitute the prostitute immediately welcomed them and uh, she she served them and she requested what can i offer and she said uh, we want something from you you are pregnant and there there is there is a son who will be born from this please name your son as narayana tell your husband that we should name him narayana and certainly ajamal had no problem ajamal ajamal had a problem as a brahmana only because of his he was not faithless he was sinful but it was not that he was he lost his faith in, in narayana or something like that no it was just his sinful activities <coughs> so ajamal named his son as narayana and the child ajamal was absorbed himself in the past tense of his child narayana oh narayana please come and take this uh, please come and take eat this please come from the lap of your mother to my lap so every day morning evening 24 hours a day and night he was just chanting the names of narayana again and again and again and again again oh narayana what are you doing don't go outside don't go outside don't beat him don't do that don't do all this you can imagine if a child is there in the house and all kind of mischievous activity or uh, the childish activity so ajamal was enjoying those pastimes of his child and he used to again and again repeatedly chant the name of narayana although he was chanting the name of his son narayana but that narayana name was the name of lord supreme lord shri narayana hmm? <coughs> although he was referring to the small child and not the original narayana but still the holy name is the holy name consciously or the unconsciously hmm? when chanted will have its its in fact uh, its effect if there is a wire if there is a live wire hmm? knowingly or unknowingly you touch that wire you get a shock there is a fire hmm? if a small child is playing and if he goes and touch touches the fire he will be burned hmm? it is not that the fire will think is a small child so no knowing or unknowingly it will get its result so if someone is chanting the holy name knowingly or unknowingly holy name will have its effect 
on that person. So here Azamil, even though very sinful, he was chanting the name of his boy day in and day out. Whenever he was sitting to eat, he used to say, Oh Narayana, eat. And whenever he used to drink something, Oh Narayana, please drink. So he used to drink and he used to feed his, his son also. And always used to go to garden or some play, some some fun city or whatever was there at that time. Azam used to take him around. And in this way, he was he was chanting very nicely. Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. Sridhar Swami says that according to the principle of bhakti, it is to be analyzed that because Adhyamil was constantly chanting the holy name of the Lord, actually he was he was promoted. He was actually elevated to the platform of bhakti, but he was not knowing it. But he was actually on the platform of bhakti. Sri Raghavacharya says that although at the time of death he was chanting the name of his son, nevertheless, he was he was chanting holy name. Nevertheless, he was concentrating on his child and the holy name. He had full focus. Narayana. So when 88 years passed, the time came when Ajamil was supposed to leave his body. So he saw three Yamadutas. They came to take him. Why three? Because Ajamil, throughout his life, he committed sinful activities with the help of his body. Body, minds, words. Yeah. So three, three dutas came. For each and every activity, three dutas came. That he chanted Narayana. So Lord Narayana, for each of his syllables name, he sent four Vishnu dutas. Narayana. You know the security Krishna has for his devotees? Topmost security. When Ajamal was seeing this fearful, fearful people, they're not handsome looking, they're not handsome looking personalities. They were deformed with their bodily features. These fearful Yamadutas. They were they had twisted faces. And their, their hair was standing on their bodies. Hmm? And they had ropes in their hand to take out the soul of Ajamil. Hmm? So, when, when they uh, tried to take out the soul from the Ajamil's heart, hmm? at that time, Ajamil, Talva Vitena Swarena Ucher, with tears in his eyes, he loudly chanted, Narayana Aha. He was, he was calling his son Narayana. He was afraid that something might not happen to his son Narayana. So he was just saying, Narayana Aha. When a person is attached to something very much, then he will remember that at the time of his death. So he was so much attached to his son Narayana that he, he told him, Please come here. Hmm? Shuddha Goswami is saying, Vishamya Vriyama Anasya Mukhato Harikirtanam Bharturanama Maharaja Parshada Sahasapatan My dear king, 
ऑर्डर कैरियर्स ऑफ विष्णु विष्णु दूताज इमीजिएटली अराइव देयर वाई बिकॉज दे हर्ड दैट दिस अजामिल वॉज चैंटिंग देयर मास्टर्स नेम देर चैंटिंग समबडी वॉज डाइंग एंड दे चैंटेड नारायणा सो टू प्रोटेक्ट दैट डिवोटी टू प्रोटेक्ट दैट अजामिल दे अपियर देयर एंड वॉट डिड दैट डू As soon as they appeared there, with their chakra, with the disc, the cut of the rope, they cut the rope of the Yamraja, Yamdutas. Immediately, they, with their with the disc, they cut. And then they said, "Who are you guys? Who are you? And why are you taking this Vaishnava Jamil? Why are you taking this Vaishnava Jamil?" And uh, and they they were as soon as they appeared they, their effulgence by the, by just their presence there all the darkness of their place was removed so suddenly the vishnu the yamadutas were shocked that what is happening here they were bewildered what's happening we are coming because it's our duty to to, to take sinful people to the abode of yamraj and punish them so we are just doing our duty we just came here and we know very well that this ajamil is a sinful person hmm? and we want to take him to the abode of yamraj chila hmm? <coughs> prabha writes that a vaishnava who has surrendered to the lotus feet of lord vishnu is always protected by vishnu dutas hmm? this vishnu dutas are always there they are always there hmm? So they protect the protect devotees, just like they are protecting us all. They protect us as well, but we don't know. But they protect us as well. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur is saying that if you if you want to live, live. If you want to live alive, then do not drag this Vaishnava Jamil, or else immediately will cut off your head. And when they heard this from the Vishwadutas, then the three Yamadutas. they checked themselves hmm? they said something is something is wrong here hmm? something <clears throat> so yamadutas yamadutas said hmm? yamadutas uh, yamadutas said who are you sirs who are you hmm? and how can you have an audacity to challenge the jurisdictions of yamraj who gave you authority hmm? Our Yamraj is everything. He is the supreme authority for punishing the sinful people. How, how, who gave you the rights to stop us? Hmm? We are Yamadutas. Hmm? But by looking at their personality, hmm? first they are arrogant, but then by, when 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 they are looking at the score uh, for Vishudutas, and when they saw all their bodily features. Hmm? Like uh, they were they were dressed in yellow silken garments. They were decorated with garland of lotus flowers. They were wearing attractive helmet on their hands, and they were carrying shankha chakra gada padma, club, uh, sword, council, and disc. They, it, uh, when they saw this, then they were humbled, and they said, uh, "Sir, whose servants are you?" and uh, where have you come from by the way hmm? can you tell us hmm? are you demigods 
आर यू सब डेली गॉड्स और आर यू द बेस्ट ऑफ द डिवोटीज हु आर यू कैन यू प्लीज टेल एस द रेसिडेंट्स ऑफ दिस वैकुंठा दे हैड एग्जैक्टली सेम फीचर्स लाइक ऑफ द लॉर्ड एग्जैक्टली सेम फीचर्स इवन शंख चक्र गदा तब बट दे वर नॉट लॉर्ड नारायण दे वर द सर्वेंट्स फेथफुल सर्वेंट्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड नारायण एंड आफ्टर बिंग क्वेश्चन बाय यमदूतास the vishnudutas they said something they question in return sri vishnuduta uchhu yam vai dharma rajasya yadi nirde shakkarina dhruta dharmasya nastatvam yachacha dharmasya lakshanam if you are actually servants of yamraj hmm? you must explain to us what is the meaning of religion and what is irreligion and also explain to us what is the process of punishing others who are actual candidates for punishments are all the karmis engaged in fruity activities punishable i mean they are asking is everybody punishable so this is the question we proposed and here we will stop Let uh, let us now get the version of Vishnu Dutas for tonight, and tomorrow we'll continue our discussion, the conversation between Vishnu Dutas and Yamudutas. Okay, thank you.